Welcome to the Elevator World News Podcast. Today's news podcast is sponsored by elevatorbooks.com. From educational programs and books to unique gift ideas and more, the only website you need is elevatorbooks.com. This site offers books and materials on maintenance, safety, history, legal issues, technology, and more. Start browsing today at elevatorbooks.com. This is your daily industry news update for October 1st, 2020. In today's news, a metro system in India is fitting its elevators with foot controls. CEC Elevator Cab has won an award for its Sterilift Elevator Air Purification System. Another residential tower is planned for San Jose, California. The high-rise Trinity Tower in New York City is almost ready for occupancy. And a man working on a job site in Washington, D.C. died after falling from a construction elevator. The Metro Rail System in Chennai, India is installing foot-operated controls for elevators at the 32 stations of the 45-kilometer line. The Times of India reported on September 28th. In addition, foot-operated elevators are being installed at the nine stations of the Metro's 9-kilometer Phase 1 expansion, which will link part of North Chennai to the system and is scheduled to open by the end of 2020. The project was initiated at 20 stations, including the busiest, Allender, Central, and Airport. The remaining 12 were expected to be finished by the end of this week. The new mechanisms allow commuters using elevators to tap a button on the floor of the lift with their feet rather than touch a button that could harbor pathogens. CEC Elevator Cab Corporation of Bronx, New York, was one of four winners of the New York City Department of Buildings inaugural Innovation Challenge, launched in early July in partnership with Urban Tech Hub & Company business incubator to solicit ideas on improving worker safety, building design, construction, and regulation. The competition had two categories, carbon neutrality and hack the building code, that garnered 80 submissions. CEC's Sterilift Elevator Air Purification System was honored in the latter category, and CEC President Nick Gretzik said he hopes the award leads to a stronger working relationship with the Department of Buildings and ultimately curbs the transmission of COVID-19. A team led by the department and its newly created Code Innovation Committee selected the winners, which were announced during the Build Safe, Live Safe digital conference on September 21st through 25th. A developer is planning a 30-story residential building at 605 South 2nd Street in downtown San Jose, California, which would be just 8 feet shorter than the nearly complete Two Tower Miro, San Francisco Yimby reported on September 29th. Being developed by ROYGBIV, 605 South 2nd will yield 289,324 square feet of space with 274,250 square feet dedicated to residences and 6,400 square feet of second floor amenities, including an after-school daycare, a fitness center, and a lounge. There will also be a 1,630-square-foot rooftop deck and parking for 96 cars and 114 bicycles. 
The 290-foot-tall structure will have 345 units, ranging from studios to three-bedroom homes, with at least 70% of the units set aside as affordable. The design by Anderson Architects will feature white balconies accenting a tinted curtain wall facade. No construction timeline was given. With only an open-air pedestrian bridge linking the historic Trinity Church in New York City's financial district remaining, the 26-story, 424-foot-tall Trinity Commons is essentially complete, New York Yimby reports. Addressed as 74 Trinity Place and 107 Greenwich Street, Trinity Commons was developed by Trinity Real Estate and designed by Pelly Clark Pelly Architects with consideration for its historic neighbor. It features a row of thin brown panels that span its height on three sides and intertwine with a brown distinguished by gold-colored shimmery fins. The building will house the Trinity Church Parish Center, offices, a gymnasium, a teaching kitchen, art and dance space, a teen area, and private meeting rooms. Trinity Commons is expected to open in 2021. A 53-year-old man who worked for a construction company performing renovations at the National Air and Space Museum in Washington, D.C., died as a result of falling from a construction elevator on September 28th, the Washington Post reports. According to a police report, the man was inside the elevator moving sheets of drywall when he leaned on the gate to gain leverage. The gate opened, the man fell to the ground, and a metal sheet struck him on the neck. He was pronounced dead at a local hospital. OSHA, local police, and regulatory agencies are investigating. For more industry-related information, Visit elevatorworld.com and be sure to subscribe to our podcast in iTunes or the Google Play Store. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor of the Elevator World News Podcast, just let us know by emailing advertising at elevatorworld.com.